Good day, and welcome to RWE Comics. Today's recording is brought to you by Clarence Wells Dance Moves over at YouTube.com. That is Clarence Wells Dance Moves at YouTube.com. Previously in RWE Comics, we learned that Dr. Kevin Knight had a relationship with a Vanessa Coleman that resulted in a daughter that he did not know about. Although he was no longer around, Kelly Coleman was introduced to her father in an unpreferable method. The first of the Knight's children, Kelly, was left to ask, was there more to this man known as Dr. Kevin Knight? Father, we greet you, Simex says, while kneeling on one knee in respect to the king of the outer world. Who have we here, Solstice asked, taking Jasmine away from her brother and leaving her father to do a number on him. What have you done? Do you yearn for adventure? Trouble? Are your responsibilities not enough for you? No, no, that, that's not what I've done, Father. I have not gone looking for adventure or trouble. I have located Dynamis, Sim explained. Alone? With, with a youngling? No, Father, I, I did not challenge him. I was too late in catching him, Sim recalled looking down at the floor. That was the first sign that he displayed of discomfort or uncertainty. Resembling his father, the prince's large yellow luminous eyes shone with intense determination. His face held a fine-tuned youth and no nose. His lean, strong body was honed like the human whose world Jasmine had come from. But Except for his blue thick skin and hands holding three pointed fingers and a thumb, he resembled a bald young man. I know of our agreement, Father, but, but I'm old enough to fight and use my gifts, he tried to squeeze in. Perhaps, perhaps you are, young prince, yet there's only one way to be certain. Clap, clap, the king's hand sounded. From out of nowhere, a wind blew into the throne room and slammed Simex into the floor. The next instant, he was lifted from the floor and bashed into the support beam, knocking the wind from his body. And it was then that he knew what was happening. Damien, he thought. Focusing his strength, he saw the wind, or Damien, running towards him. Simex ducked his head in time to miss Damon's next blow, and a section of the support beam exploded as he raked his hands across it, aiming for a hit. Not missing a beat, Simex blocked the other set of sharp fingers, and the two traded blows of catching the other's hits at blinding speeds. Older, stronger, and faster, Damon leaned deeper into his blows forcing the much younger and smaller opponent to focus on not getting hit. A fraction of the time it took to maneuver to the rear of his opponent was the same instant Sim X lifted his body from the floor and took to the air above Damon's head. Not to be outdone, Damon grabbed a hold of one of the boy's feet in a vice-like grip and yanked hard, bringing his target back down from the air. Landing on his rear end, he stretched both hands out to his sides to cushion the impact. But he left himself exposed, and the deadly security guard pounced like a predator 
towing with his kill. Reflexes is what allowed young Simex to do what he did next. While on his seat, he rolled both legs up toward his head, just as Damon lunged for him, landing both of his feet into the midsection of his attacker. He was easily lifted into the air and away from Simex's exposed body. In aerial combat, no one was better than Damon. And so it was there that the two stared off into each other's eyes, circling the other, anticipating one's next move. Growing concerned for her little brother, Soltis had inched closer and closer to the spot where the fight was taking place in hopes of getting Marcellus's, her father, to finally stop it. Yet, it wasn't the king who got the two fighters' attention. It was a high-pitched shrill belonging to the youngling in Solstice's arms. Sim X, she blurred his name, sensing he was in some sort of danger. Catching the look of both, the baby waved wildly at Damon. Standing there and floating in the air, and time seemed to stop, reoccurring his eyes back to his opponent. Simex noticed Damon's half-stopped look and stared at him. His chest was too, it moved up and down. He was breathing, the breathing manner, but nothing else was happening. The king looked from the youngling back to the security guard and back to the girl again. What's going on? How is this child? Soltis was asking to no one in particular. Reaching to touch the baby girl's hand in her arms and reaching out toward Damon. And an instant later, his stiff body relaxed and slammed to the floor. His reflexes were once again his own. He focused on Simex and his target. At such a high, unexpected speed, Damon was taken off out and taking his frustration out of having been distracted. It was fair thinking, he thought. And it wasn't fair having a youngling interfere with his assignment. Not being able to complete his summonings, he rushed towards Simex in a blink of an eye of an impact. The impact of their collision gave the prince of the outer world the perfect means of escape. Boom! Swoosh! And the prince's body was transformed into a cloud of swarming fowls. Both Marcellus and Soltis hugged themselves with their garments, their capes and gowns covering their face from the flock of birds and fowls, the fabrics up around them. As the birds flocked to and fro briefly before having an escape out of the palace window. Raising to his feet from the spot on the floor where he unexpectedly found himself, Damon knew before Marcellus the king before he left. It seems a lot has been going on around here and around the other worlds, Marcellus said, 
removing a fallen feather from his shoulder and handing it over to the youngling in Salty's arms. Stay tuned for our next series.